Welcome to VET, the Veteran Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Gott. I'm a six-year Air Force veteran, the first Air Force informational YouTuber to reach 100,000 subscribers on YouTube, an author of the book, The Secret to Building Wealth in the Military. I'm a full-time YouTuber with my wife on the channel, Got Love. And on this podcast, I want to help you maximize your time to make your future as successful as possible by listening to advice from other veteran entrepreneurs. This is episode one of VET. I sat down with Matt Ward, who is prior enlisted and is now an Army Reserves officer. We discuss how to build your future one day at a time, how to learn what your passions are in life, and how he has set himself up for success at the age of 25 years old currently. He has become one of the pioneers of military YouTubers and has over 97,600 subscribers as of today. On Instagram, he's sitting around 10,200 followers. If you want to check him out on social media, I'll have his links in the show notes, or you can look him up at wardm89 on Instagram, Twitter, or Snapchat, or simply Matt Ward on YouTube. Also, be sure to go support him, and don't forget to drop a blonde beard emoji on his stuff and say Kyle got sent you. Before we get into this episode, I would like to share with you a way that you can support this podcast and also make $5 right now. If you don't already have the app called Acorns, you're missing out. It's a money-saving app, an investing app that helps you save without putting effort into it. I've been using this app since 2016, and if you use my sign-up link in the show notes, you and I will both get $5 put into our account after you make your first investment. It's a simple way to help yourself, but also support this podcast. Now let's get into the episode. All right, guys, we have Matt Ward here. He is an officer in the Army Reserves, just recently commissioned. This is Veteran Entrepreneur Talk. So we're talking about entrepreneur tendencies. We're talking about mindsets. We're talking about how to set yourself up, how to utilize the military to not only help yourself, but also help your future business endeavors. And that's something that I want to get in with you, Matt, is you had told me yesterday when we were talking over text that you have like other personal goals and that's why you joined the Reserves. So I kind of took that idea and that's what I want to make this about is how you're using the military to help yourself but also help yourself outside of the military as well so this episode is going to be pursuing personal goals while serving in the reserves but last night we had discussed why you joined the reserves now that's one of the biggest questions when people are trying to look in the military is do I go guard do I go active reserves what do I do like you said I'm in the army reserves I'm an officer I've been in for almost literally in about a month or so It'll be four years. It's been about three years enlisted, and now I've been an officer for a little bit less than a year. But it was definitely a big decision that I had to make, but picking the Army Reserves over anything else, it really kind of came down to what my personal goals are and what I wanted to accomplish in my life, and then which route in the military was going to best benefit me whenever I'm trying to, to pursue all these goals in my life, right? So I didn't want to pick an MOS that wasn't going to help me out. So I picked 25 Bravo, which is an IT specialist. In college, I'd already gone to three years of college. I was a computer science major. So 25 Bravo was the closest thing I could find that was going to actually help me out with my job. I picked the Army Reserves because I knew that that MOS was going to help me get a job. It was something I could add on my resume. And then being a programmer, I knew that you know having those things I can add on my resume, eventually I'd like to create apps, I'd like to create some kind of tech business, right? So that's always been something I wanna do is kind of work 
for myself eventually. Did I have a big say of why you didn't do active duty then? Yes. Because you had so many aspirations to do that weren't necessarily military related? Yeah, so something that I've talked about on on before on like the older videos of my channel is I initially, I wanted to enlist when I was 18 and I, I wanted to do special forces and everything. I had that contract and everything set up. Long story short, my dad talked me out of it and the reason I wanted to go active duty at that time was because I was 18 and I hadn't gone to college yet. And once I went to college is whenever I realized I freaking love programming. Like, yeah. it is a huge passion that I have. So then I go through college and everything and I'm like, I love programming, but I also want to be in the Army. And I didn't know what the Army Reserves was. I had no clue what it was. My grandfather had told me about it. and. This is the dead truth, honest truth. I literally thought the Army Reserves was one week a month, right? So I thought that I was going to be leaving for a week every single month. And I still went to do that because I was like, I can actually do both things. I can mm -hmm. actually, whatever, because they say, you know, if you're in the Army Reserves, you can keep your job, all that stuff. So yep. I'm like, this is great. I can do Army and I can do civilian stuff. So I can, I can do all that. So once I found out what the Army Reserves was, I went to the recruiting office a couple of days later, and I swore in the next week. Dang. Right? So, Super fast. Yeah. So I figured out, like, because the Army has always been something that I wanted to do, but I used to think it was like you had to do it, it active duty. Like, it was kind of like an all or nothing. Yeah. But in the reserves, the reason why I picked that is because of those other passions that I have. I want to be a software developer. I am a family guy, so, like, I want to have a, a you know a family where I can see them all the time. Not that you can't see them mm -hmm. when you're active duty, but that's just something that's... It allowed you to stay close to home, too. Yeah, it allowed me to stay close to home. It's just something that I personally value. And in the business aspect of it, I always kind of wanted to uh, eventually kind of build my own business. I didn't realize that YouTube was kind of gonna become kind of a business yeah. kind of thing. I think a lot of YouTubers start out like that. Yeah. They just kind of do it because it's fun or they, they find something that they can help people with and it kind of just explodes from there and then you're like years later going, oh, I could actually make a living off this maybe, so. Yeah, so I mean something that I had talked to uh, my sister about once I was like maybe a couple months into doing army related videos, I had gained a couple thousand subscribers at that point, which was just mind blowing to me at the time, but I had talked to my sister and I'd said, you know, maybe I could use this to, if, if I develop an app one day, if I have some kind of business and I could use my sub subscribers to to maybe help me out with ideas or test things. Or like if I create an app, be like, hey guys, you can download this, give me some feedback. And I always thought that that would be kind of the route that I would go like. You and me might need to talk more off the podcast. <laughs> we, could, we can work together on some stuff. Okay. That's awesome because I didn't know you were actually like a developer mm -hmm. or like could you had that skill. Yeah. So, yeah, so like I, people. It's actually very useful in, in the realm of social media is mm -hmm. apps are always going to be a thing at least as long as cell phones are a thing. So I think that's a, a, an amazing skill to have actually because it frustrates me that I don't know how to do any of that stuff. <laughs> but I have ideas. I just can't do them. Yeah, so it's 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 something I always wanted to do, and because I knew that, like the Army Reserves was like completely the path. Like yeah. it was just like I'm gonna go into a tech job. Also, I from the very beginning I knew I wanted to be an officer as well, because I knew I wanted to get that leadership experience. I knew mm -hmm. that that was more of my personality. Yeah. Right. So like when I initially enlisted, I had already contacted the ROTC program um, at my local at my college that I was going to actually. Um, so I had all that kind of pre-planned and set up. And, you know, being an officer, having a tech MOS, being a computer science major, being in the reserves, it all kind of accumulates towards me 
doing something related toward to the military and also being able to do tech related stuff and yeah. build a business related to that and even now with my youtube i mean still like if i create an app if i do something that's still kind of like a nice baseline of use like you're not going to succeed off of you know just youtube people using your app like yeah you know beam you know with casey Neistat, yeah. like that kind of thing like you know, it, it, it will take more than that, but yep. it's a nice starting point. Yeah. It's a nice starting point. It's, it's a, a learning experience. Mm -hmm. you're, you're learning an audience. You're learning, like, how to utilize the tools, too. I think it's also important, too, with just that is creating something. And your first projects are never going to be your best projects mm -hmm. in a way. So, like, especially as an app developer, like, you might be looking at 20, 30 apps later being, like, this was the one but mm -hmm. it took you like that time to get there because you had to kind of go through all those hiccups and everything of learning what people actually want how people utilize stuff or you can even make an app and it can be like the biggest thing like flappy bird and then all of a sudden <laughs> it'll be gone in like a month you know yeah. so it's like but that's the the crazy thing about technology is it's always changing i think as humans we definitely need to focus on on overcoming that and, and keep going and you can't just think there's like the end all be all. If I make one viral video, I'm done. Yeah. You know, it's like the problem becomes, oh, that's not going to sustain. So then you have to keep working, keep working. So if you have your mindset of, I'm just going to keep working. And if uh, one video or a hundred videos go viral, you know, you just keep working at it. So I think that's awesome that you pretty much are like all in on the, the tech side then because you got the job with the reserves. Is that what you do as a civilian too? Your yeah. Personal uh, yeah. Job? I am a software developer. So you're like hundred percent of the time, like just everything technology everything technology i'm always at a computer you know Dang. i work at a computer when i do videos the only time i'm really not working on a computer is whenever i'm recording myself well when your girlfriend's <laughs> telling you hey, yeah you need to hang out with me yeah so <laughs> so, so but yeah everything and, and it's good for me some people listen to this or whatever might be like i hate computers i don't like but i love it yeah you know that's my that's my big thing you got to really know yourself you got to yeah. know what you want and once you figure that out then you can kind of go from there but if you don't if you don't really look at yourself and really look at the things that you want to do, like really kind of dig down deep into yourself, then it's going to be a lot harder for you to make those kind of decisions that you need to make. Now, we don't want to give anybody anxiety listening to this podcast right now. Being <laughs> like, oh my gosh, I don't know what I want to do. So like, what do I do? That's I think true. one thing is if you have the slightest idea that you want to do anything, it doesn't have to be the all in feeling. But if you're just doing stuff that you actually want to do, that I think is the most important thing because that's how that will help you find yourself because if you kind of want to do something but you're like but I don't like want to like do it my whole life but the problem is, is if you don't do it then you're going to go your whole life and not have even tried that one thing so I think that's an easy way to kind of help find yourself is just if you want to do something just do it figure it out and then move on to the next thing you don't have to know what you want to do long term today but mm -hmm. what you do need to be doing is things that you do want to do even if it is short term because like you, you obviously have been like, I know what I want to do. I figured it out, and that's like an incredible thing to figure out at 25 years old. Mm -hmm. You, when did you probably figure that out? How old were you? 21. 21. So you're like way, way ahead of most people. <laughs> most people hit like 30, 40, and they start being like, Wait, what do I actually want in life? So um, that's kind of where McKenna and I are at. I'm 27, and we're we're kind of on this road trip right now, being like who are we like what what do we want you know it's kind of scary that's because we've like given ourselves every opportunity and so in a situation like matt where you know you got to figure it out if you know what you want like you went all in and you, you don't regret that decision you think it's probably the best thing you ever did yeah and so if you have that instinct of you know what you want to do 
Like, go all in on that. I think that'll be a huge thing, especially if you're trying to be as successful as possible in life, is if you just jump in and go for it, it it'll go your way. That's that's definitely true. And like he was saying that, you know, don't be scared to do certain things. Um, I used to, I'm really into fitness and everything. I used to think it would be cool to be a personal trainer. And, you know, I'm into technology. I'm into fitness. And I was a personal trainer for a little bit. I trained one person, uh, just one person. I was their full-time trainer. And I quickly realized I didn't want to do that. Um, I, <laughs> but you I, still love working out. I, I still love working out, but, but I don't. you don't want to make that your job. Yeah, I, like, I did not like the aspect of getting paid to really kind of work out with somebody. I would much rather, like, go to the gym with you and, like, let's just work out. Let's just have well, a good time. Well, because then there's that added, like, obligation yeah. that's added to it and, like, responsibility. And sometimes that can make the actual act of it less enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, like, for me, like... If, if there's things that you want to do, if you're not fully, you know, and completely all in, like kind of I am with technology-related stuff, but there's an assortment of different things you want to try, you can just try them. And like like me with a, being a personal trainer, I pretty quickly realized that wasn't something that I wanted to do. And you so, don't regret doing it. No, I don't regret it. Because was, now it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, that's so awesome. That yeah. <laughs> you're like one person, and you're like, <laughs> no. You're like, I had a feeling that I wanted to, and no. Yeah. No, not happening. That is so awesome. Uh, so I, have, I do have a question. So have you always had an entrepreneur mindset? Or like when do you think that kicked in for you? That kicked in for me whenever I had an internship at a big company, right? Um, so I, I guess I always had entrepreneurial tendencies. So uh, not being like a full-on entrepreneur selling you know things all the time mm-hmm. like I sold a few things door-to-door as a kid I set up a lemonade stand stand and things like that oh so you've always had an entrepreneur that's that's no, I, had, really I, like, I would say entrepreneurial tendencies yeah. for sure but when like, did it like click for you that like you can you can build whatever you want to build mm-hmm. like if you put your mind to it you can build it or yeah. you can do it or you can create it after my second year of college whenever I had my first internship I had a software developer um, internship at this one company and working there, it was like a normal nine to five job. And working, there, I think it's like a Fortune three hundred company, Fortune four hundred. It's one mm-hmm. of those. It's a bigger company, and that was what I thought I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I wanted to graduate college with a computer science degree. I wanted to go work here, and then you know possibly I would like to to make an app or something one day. That's kind of what I would would have liked to have done. Um, I always thought maybe I would make apps on the side. Mm-hmm. But when I had that internship working full time over the summer, you know my manager of my team, he was just straight up fired one day. Like, I mean, it was like, everything was fine. And then the company all of a sudden decided to downsize a little bit. And, you know, just literally just fired a bunch of managers. And he was my team manager of like the group of like six people I was working with. And that was the moment when I was like, man, like this is really isn't as stable of a job as I thought, Yeah. you know? Like, and, and going to work nine to five, like that was great and everything. But that moment whenever this guy who's been working in the tech industry for a long time, he's a manager making, like, I mean, I know it was over six figures. I just didn't know the exact number. Yeah. Because the starting salary pay for an entry-level developer was like 81000 Oh, dang. So It's a good-paying job. Yeah. So, you know, I saw that, and I was just like, maybe I don't want to do this. <laughs> and I and I and then I kind of, like, my dad has always been kind of a work-for-himself kind of guy. Yeah. And so that was kind of when I made that transition to, like, I need to do something to kind of build things myself and build up my skills and things like that. And that was kind of when the whole, I went to the Army Reserves quickly after that. 
Um, I, I had made a couple of videos on the Army Reserve before, and that was when my, I guess my whole thought process changed to like the primary goal is to work for myself, not mm-hmm. not the secondary goal. Yeah. That was kind of when that shit Because before you wanted to get the nine to five and do mm-hmm. app stuff on the side. Yeah. And now you're like, let me focus on that. And if I need to get a side job, I can, but that'll be yeah. the side job. So, yeah. So for me, like, you know, if it was developing apps or something now, like with YouTube, it's like, it's like the nine to five job for me is like always there. Like I can always yeah. go get it yeah. if I need to. Whereas, you know, the pursuing the entrepreneurial side of me, you know, that might not always be there as far as like that opportunity that I have. Like yeah. the opportunity might always be there. Like the opportunity for me to go get a nine to five job programming is really always going to be there. Yeah. Because you, know, you have your degree and yeah, you, I've, you I've, have the experience. I've, Graduated now. I'm I'm less than a year. You're graduated. also a veteran, so you, you if you uh, got out of the military, you would even have possibly some better chances of landing a job with a corporation that maybe is like catering toward towards mm-hmm. the veteran side, and and that being on your resume can definitely look good, especially being an officer for you. Like you're pretty much set up to succeed if you want to get a nine to five job. So it's not even a, like you're scrambling. You're, you don't really have that fear anymore because you've set yourself up with those mm-hmm. skills and that resume where it's not a, a fear of, can I get a job? You're like, oh, no, I can get a job. My thought process and everything, like my, my girlfriend, she's, she's a year older than me. And, um, well, it's not really a full year, but it's like she's a little bit older than mm-hmm. me. And she's like, you're so far much ahead of me, blah, 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 all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, but I've been – the thing that I kind of pride myself with a lot and the person that I Is that you started yesterday? Huh? It's not like you started yeah, yesterday. Yeah, I didn't start yesterday. And the thing that I do is I really value people's opinion and experience. Or it's like my grandfather, mm-hmm. my parents, all their experience and advice that they've given me and everything. You know, I value that. I take into account. And, you know, I try to apply it. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of people might just listen to, like, their parents be like, oh, my gosh. Like, they're trying to tell me all this stuff. And then they don't go and apply it. Mm-hmm. And so that's why, you know, I'm, like, 25 you know, I've got, I've like I said, I've, I've graduated college for like less than a year, but I have three years of programming experience plus an internship and stuff, plus yeah. I'm in the military, you know, all these things because I... So I, the success that you're getting isn't off of just your idea of, I want to do this. It was built off of, I wanted to do this, so I did things that would set me up to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. And I just saw a post by Gary Vaynerchuk actually the other day, um, maybe it was this morning, about... He was saying you don't read about going to like do something. You don't you don't read about learning to ride a bike, and that's how you learn to ride the bike. Mm-hmm. He's like, you can read about it all you want, but if you go and pick up a bike and you haven't actually done it, you're not going to be able to do it. And now it wasn't that; it was some other topic. But I was like, you can apply it to anything in life. Is yep. you can read and learn and hear about and talk with people. Like you can talk, 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 talk all you want. And say you want to do something, but if you haven't actually done it, then nobody's going to pay you to do it. Exactly. And that, like everybody, like, let's be honest, like that's why most people do stuff in life is to afford to live because you need money to live. So, in order to pay for a house, keep your like take care of your family, take care of all that stuff, you you need money. So that's what people are really chasing. It's not necessarily the job. A lot of times, is people will take jobs all the time that they don't want to do just mm-hmm. because they need money. And I think that's really important for people to understand is if you want to change the situation that you're in of, like you are saying your girlfriend said, like you're way ahead, but it 
it all comes down to like you didn't just read and say you wanted to do something you were like I want this and so then you started doing it and now people look at you and I think it's something where people don't realize it until it like kicks them in the face people will talk to people like when somebody starts making videos at first like people will make fun of you or like whatever oh, I was made fun of for sure. yeah. and so like that's one of the reasons why I got out of the Air Force is because I got made fun of my whole career about it like I just I was like why do I want to surround myself with people that just don't understand you mm -hmm. know and so when I was made fun of my whole career but then like through my career some people started to come around and be like whoa like so do you get this from that or can you do this or how'd you get that or mm -hmm. and it's like like it'd be we get to go to a restaurant or something for free because the company would be like hey if you shoot a video here we'll let you eat for free and people are like oh I wish I could have a free meal you know to make a video and I'm like, yeah, it only took me like six years of making a thousand videos to get a free meal. <laughs> yep. Like that doesn't register with people, the process that it took. It's just, I want the result, but they're not thinking about what was the work that went into the result. That's like one thing that I harp on with a lot of people is anything that you work towards, if it's going to be will it, worth it in the end, you're looking at years of yeah. work, like years. Years. And... I think that's something that people get overwhelmed with is, well, I want it now, but I can't have it now, and it's going to take me five years to get there. So the easiest route is to just not do it. Yep. But then five years from then, you're going, man, I wish. And then you're going to start seeing people that actually did it and start becoming those things. And yep. then you're going to be like, you're going to start to feel even worse. And I think it's a bad trap that people get in because then it makes them feel like, well, I missed my chance now. When in reality, you almost never miss your chance. Yeah. Like, it, it's just a matter of when are you going to take your chance? When are you going to take your chance? Because life is long, you know? If you're <laughs> if you're 40 years old, like, you still have oh, 40 more years, <laughs> yeah, really. Exactly. Like, ultimately, you have 40 more years. So. If you stay active and everything, yeah, you have 40 years of, like, activity and thinking and learning left. Yeah. All right, so now that we know a little bit more about you and how you got to where you are today, um, through your entrepreneur mindset and just staying dedicated to what you want to stay dedicated to What are your your big personal projects that you're you're working on for yourself to build yourself to build your brand to build other brands to w Just what are the overall goals that you're using with what you've learned to move forward? Like what can people expect to see from you in the next year to five years if you want to talk mm -hmm. about it so i know no, i know in the tech industry there's some stuff that you don't really want to discuss maybe in public until it's there so don't feel pressured to be like oh i got to talk about all my ideas like you know keep keep those secret ideas secret mm -hmm. but anything that you're like it's kind of already out there you just want to put out there yeah i mean the big thing that i'm working on this year and, and really kind of working on all the time is building up my skills at things, right? So whether it's software development skills and doing different languages and stuff at my company, um, we're working on uh, transitioning our web app into a mobile app, right? And that's gonna be a big transition. I think for me, that's gonna be something where I kind of really learned like freight, like a, a company to make this app rather than me just developing an app myself, like a small tiny mm -hmm. little thing. So you're seeing a company that has money like they're putting money into this stuff. Yes, and yes. So you so, get to be a part of that and see that transition. Yeah, so I, I like that in, in building my skills. So and then for YouTube and everything, developing my skills as a videographer and as an editor is something I really like to do. So um, doing more vlogs and everything to build that up, um, to build up the personal brand. Because I think a great way to build up your personal brand is by doing like those 
vlogs, right? Yeah, You're, it's a lot just more personal being yourself. Yeah, it's a People lot more personal day to day than talking head videos, right? Yep. Um, so building up my personal brand this year is something that's really huge for me. Um, and then you know, just my technical skills, my video editing skills, my talking skills—not saying um and stuff as much, and you know, and things. We say like a lot, so yeah. apologize <laughs> on the podcast if you heard me say like a ton. So I mean, there, there's a lot of things that, that for me that I'm just working on small things all the time, small things, trying to uh, fix things, improve on certain things. I don't try to overwhelm myself because I know I'm not perfect. Mm-hmm. I know that there's a certain level of public speaking skills that I'm just not going to be able to, to, to achieve. Like, yeah. I can get better, but it's just like, you know, I'm not going to be a professional basketball player. I'm not going to be a professional whatever player, but I can get yeah. better at those things. And when it comes to getting better at YouTube-related stuff, I know I can get better at talking. I know I can get better at getting my points across, my thoughts across, things like that. I can get better at editing. I'm not going to be a Peter McKinnon. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to be a storyteller like Casey Neistat. But is that what you're, you're, like, that's obviously their passion, too. Mm-hmm. And that's why they're, like, so known for that. Because you look at, like, like Casey Neistat and storytelling, but, like, he's been storytelling for so long. But, like, you can tell, like, that is his passion. That's just mm-hmm. what he does. And... It, it's funny because we vlog all the time, so then we'll be like, I'll be like, dude, how does Casey make like the most boring day seem like the coolest day in the world? You know, like, dude, his storytelling's insane. But then I like always like remind myself, I'm like, he's been doing it for like 20 years. Like, yeah, I have I have to remind myself. And so it's like, like those aren't your key passions, mm-hmm. though, right? You know, like you have your key passion, and then you have your little side things. We actually had just done a video right before this that'll be up on my Kyle Gott channel. But you had mentioned in that video saying if you have five passions just do one mm-hmm. you know like at least do one and a lot of people get overwhelmed and won't do any of them because they keep trying to bounce between them instead of focus and get good at one and i think that's what like peter mckinnon did that's what casey neistat has done that's what you're doing is you picked one and you're like running it for all it's worth and if other things happen in that time that you can use your other uh desires or your other um, goals you'll do them but like you have your primary and mm-hmm. you always stay on that primary and i think that's been really cool to see is is especially I didn't know that you were you know a programmer and all that stuff because I don't really know like as much about you until we met so this has been a learning experience for me too but it's cool to see that you're like all in like you are dedicated on it and it's like it'll pay off like that's Mm -hmm. the thing is you will achieve those goals yeah and the thing for me that one of the things that I like that has been based around my YouTube channel um, and it's kind of based around me in general is I, I and I really just enjoy helping other people out. Uh, I enjoy helping people get through a process of things and, and sharing my experiences. So like for my YouTube channel, it's, it's always going to be some kind of dedicated around helping people in some way, shape, or form and sharing my experiences because that's how my life has been helped so much from my family members sharing their experiences and helping me out and trying to point me in the right direction. So um, with my videos, it's always gonna be kind of generally related around that. You know what's then, funny is with with the reason that you make videos to help people is the opposite of why I make videos to help people. Oh, really? Because I didn't have anybody to help mm-hmm. me. And I was like, this sucks. <laughs> and I don't want people to feel that way. And you're the other way of, this is awesome. I want other people to experience this, mm-hmm. which is cool because like both sides of the spectrum are both trying to like make the same goal happen yeah i just thought that was cool that yeah it's it's interesting with with the military though with our videos like it's such a a gray fog 
like when you're a civilian you don't really understand like you don't know yeah. what the heck you're getting into yeah. like i had i really didn't have any clue what the heck i was getting into whenever i left for the even when you're in sometimes you're like what the heck am i getting <laughs> myself into <laughs> for sure so i'm always trying to uh, shed some light on some of that on what what i've experienced and everything but you know with with anything i do for the rest of my life because you know I'm not going to be doing something for like 50 years. So yeah. at some point in my life, my career path will shift a little bit. But the thing that I do know for certain, it's always going to be related to technology in some way, in some way, shape, or form. Either I'm working on technology, I'm programming technology. You know, I used to want to develop software for the military. That could be a thing that I do. Mm-hmm. But, you know, those two things, military and technology, however I can mesh those two together is kind of where I'd like to go. You could make an app that answers your DM questions for the army. I've already thought about making a thing. Make an app and then people just download it and just has the basic questions that people can run I, through. I would, I have thought, and this is serious, I've really thought about making some kind of app fact or whatever to where all the questions and stuff that I've gotten, you mm-hmm. know, just, just cause I mean, I could do this really, actually really simply. You just have an app with a database of all the different questions and stuff and some answers and links to things and keywords and, you know, making just like something that people could look up yeah. and, you know, having it link back to like a video where I've talked about what they looked up. I've thought about that. That's something that That's I could, awesome. that That's I could really, really cool. do. You'd be the first military YouTuber to have an app. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. an app like that, like that is literally based off of kind of what their channel content is, but a way for people to find it and utilize it on their phone. Yeah. That's super awesome. And, and link to other people's stuff yeah. too, you know. But maybe maybe we can we could do something with that in the future and, and build like a big database yeah. style thing. Yeah, it'd be sure. really cool. So, uh, is there anything else that you want to share with them before we close out and let people know where they can find you? Any other tips or advice that you want to give to people that are uh, possibly looking to join the military, use the military to pursue them further yeah. in life, and or propel them further in life than they, yeah. they're already going to go with the military. So the, the one thing that I definitely want to finish off here with is no matter what path you take, if you decide to join the military, if you don't decide to join the military, if you decide to start a business or you don't decide to start a business, I feel like no matter which decision you take, no matter which route you take, you're going to learn something from it. Yes. And if you join the military and it's the wrong MOS, you don't want to go back to duty, you realize you didn't like it after like a year or two years. Like, I think you're going to be better off. So don't be stressing too hard about it. If you want to start this business, if you want to make an app, if you want to do whatever, you know, it's all going to be a learning process. And don't be scared of trying all these different things that may seem really scary. Joining the military is really scary. Starting a business is really scary. But you are going to learn things from it really no matter what. And you're going to be better off. And when you finish that, if it's a, if it's a quote-unquote failure and you learn something, it's really not a failure because I have failed at things plenty of times, but when you learn something from it, it kind of redirects you on where you want to go. So now that one door is closed, but now you've got, you've narrowed down kind of what you want to do. So you're, you're a little bit more focused on where you want to be, you know. A way to put the nail in the coffin on that one would be, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast right now. This podcast would not be happening if what he just said wasn't true. So I joined the military for six years. I was in a job that I did not care for. But I always wanted to join the military. So then I joined and then I got put in a job that I didn't care for. But then I also learned that I didn't really care for how the military was run also. Mm-hmm. And so I just learned, you know, like two birds with one stone. I didn't like that job that they had given me that was totally new to me, aircraft structural maintenance. But then I don't like being in the military. And I signed six years. But 
it wasn't like a failure necessarily because after those six years, you know, I utilized that time that I was in to learn about myself and to grow myself and help mm-hmm. others. But now I'm getting out and now that I have this podcast and everything and I'm my YouTube channel still where I document the journey of getting out because 82% of people that join don't do 20 years. Yeah. So a lot of people that watch my videos when they join six years from now, they're gonna be watching it when they get out. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I've kind of learned from that, but you know, to say you can only do stuff in life that you have to do your whole life, you know, like I think that is a scary way to be. And like you were yeah. saying, just just go for it. And if, if it doesn't work out or you don't like it, that's totally fine mm-hmm. because you're going to learn. You're going to learn from yourself. You're going to learn what you do and don't like. And if you don't ever do it, you're never going to realize that. But like the realization that you guys wouldn't be listening to this if I didn't just spend six years doing a job I didn't like. And, it, you know, it's not a reason to give up and just be like, well, things didn't go my way, so I'm just done trying. It, I mean, it helped me learn, like, what do I actually want to do? Yeah. And I think that's what's really propelled me is failing so much. That's yeah. how you learn what you want to do. Yeah, and like what, what you were just saying in, in real quick is, you know, how do you know what you want to do, right? Well, when you're doing something you hate, like, what are you thinking about that you want to do when you're doing that thing that you hate? I wanted to edit videos every day. I yeah. said it worked. And, and, and then it's just like, do that. I mean, I have friends talk to me. What should I do? Like, what do you want to do? I have, I kind of like doing this. Like, I mean, you can really kind of go after really what you yeah. want to do, you know. I actually really like what you just said because I always tell people, I'm like, I always try to, like, figure out how to get people to think that way. And I'm like, money aside, people can't do that, right? You, how do you put, like, take money out of your head and just set it off to the side? You can't, but I always tell people that, and I'm like, how do I get through to people? But what you just said is, when you're at your job, what do you wish you were doing? Yeah. Like, then you don't even have to put money aside, because they're already getting the money. What do you wish you could be doing right now? Like, if you were like, I'm gonna get off work and go do this, what would it be? And I think that's like a huge, like, I'm gonna start telling people that now, because. And and you don't even have to like, like for me, with my job, and I had told you this, and this will be the first time I've talked about it on the internet, you know? (laughs) full-time software developer, whatever I want to do, I want to do YouTube. I want to do, like, this is what I want to do right now. And I was working full-time, and I was spending 20, 30 hours a week also doing YouTube. And I just pulled back a little bit on the full-time because that came into being something that I could actually do so like but that's years of work into it too that, like that's it wasn't like you just started youtube last week and you're hoping to quit your job tomorrow yeah but, but the thing is if if what you want to do after your full-time job and you know with with me like i really didn't have that much time you know but what because i was doing what i wanted to do it made me more happy even though i had yeah. less technical free time yeah. i was much happier doing that because i'm like i'm really enjoying making these videos i'm really enjoying kind of pursuing this little passion if it turns out to be something that's great but i mean it took a long time for it to quote unquote turn out to be something yeah you know so so you worked after your full-time job a lot until it got to the point where your part-time fun job could start to slowly replace your full-time job yeah i mean i worked nine basically nine to five and then i came home from work and I either went straight to the gym or I recorded a video and then went to the gym and mm-hmm. then I edited the video. And then, you know, basically I would finish working around 12 or 1 in the morning and I started the whole day over again. Yep. So, I mean, but but the thing is, is like, I enjoyed it. Yeah. And if, if, you're, if you enjoy baking cakes, you know, you go to work and then you come home and you bake a cake. And a great way with the internet now is you could you could make money from that all kinds of different ways and whether it's a couple hundred dollars a month yeah you know I think literally anybody with whatever side passion that they have 
could make a couple extra hundred dollars a month doing it. Oh, for doing sure. Doing something in that sphere. So whether it's starting a business thing on it, a social media page that you could get paid for, mm-hmm. you know, there's there's all kinds of possibilities. But like, well, even social media aside, like if you you're working a job you don't like, but you come home and want to bake, maybe try getting on at a bakery place, and, mm-hmm. and maybe that's not what you want to do full time, but. Maybe you want to be in that realm, but there's so many different paths that you can take with that is just working with your passion or trying to get yourself into that to learn it more. But it that super awesome yeah. information here. Yeah, this I mean, is crazy. Just just going picking it, running with it. If it if it fizzles out, okay, you learn. Maybe you learned, you know, the wrong way to But do you learned something. what your real passion was, hopefully. Yeah. Like that's the goal is fizzle out all the things that you really don't care about mm-hmm. until there's one thing that just never fizzles out. Yeah. I think that's like I think a lot of people go at things the wrong way. Um, when they try to find their passions and i like what we just said is like, you know Keep trying things until you find something where no matter how much you do it. You're like, this is what I want to do every day You know, yeah, yeah, and that's the way to do it is like you just keep Your goal should be to find the amount as many things as possible that you don't like doing Mm -hmm. Because then you just get them out of the way and now you know what you want to do. That's definitely true for me a lot of people Dread Monday a lot of people hate the week for me (laughs) I, I don't care. I mean, I've told several people like Monday, Tuesday, Friday, Saturday, whatever. Yeah. I I like all the days. Like yeah. every single day of the week, I'm doing something. Because you're enjoy. not waking up and going, I'm literally going to do not a single thing that I want to do today. Mm-hmm. You know that every day you're waking up, you're doing what you want to do. Yeah, I'm and and that right. like you said, it takes time. Uh, a mindset I have is always trying to do something productive. Yeah. Um, and so if you're trying to... Even if you do one thing that day. Yeah. Just one just, little thing. Just all those small things will just add up over time. Yeah. And then before you know it, it's just like, oh, it's wow. Like putting money in your savings account. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you like don't want to do it because you don't see the end result or in your 401k or whatever. But then the people that did it, they're... They're banking on it in the end. Like you're like, man, I should have been saving this whole time. Yep. We all know that some of those, some of those people, those grandparents that are like, I didn't save when I should have or something. So, um, definitely a life learning lesson is just chip away slowly. Matt, where can people find you on the internet? All right. So if you do a quick little Google search or a, or a YouTube search, not a Google search. I guess you could. You do could it find you on Google. You can do it on Google as well. But you just search Matt Ward, M A T T W A R D, on YouTube. That'll show up. Um, all my videos related towards the military, the army, the enlistment process. Some of my vlogs and stuff are going to be there on Instagram and Snapchat. My username is Ward M eighty nine. So last name, first initial eighty nine, and then on Twitter, it is Matt underscore Ward. I think it's one nine three. Here, I'll look, so, it, I'll look it up real quick. I wish you could change usernames, but you can't. Yeah, you can um, on Twitter. Well, I mean, I think Ward M eighty nine is taken. But you know, on YouTube, I'm constantly posting videos about the military on Instagram and Snapchat. I'm I'm really just sharing my day with you guys on Instagram and Snap. I don't I'm not pushing anything really military related. I'm just sharing. You know my life my experiences with y'all kind of how i guess social media is and you, you'll say um oh it doesn't exist maybe well, you can snag maybe it. it was canceled maybe that would be nice that'd be so i'm gonna do that yeah, right, right after right, this. right now <laughs> all right guys well that was matt ward we appreciate you stopping on the podcast yeah, and uh, as we're traveling through north carolina um but i'm gonna be trying to get a few other military youtubers on here and maybe some other business owners that were prior military as well So thanks for listening to the Veteran Entrepreneur Talk podcast, and we'll see you guys in our next video or podcast. 
Hopefully you guys enjoyed this podcast episode. There was a lot of good information and inspiring messages in today's episode. Be sure to share this episode on social media and be sure to tag me so I can see it and interact with you guys. Also, don't forget the Acorns link so you can get $5 is in the show notes along with all other links mentioned in this podcast. If you want to see what I'm up to in life, check out Got Love on YouTube. That's G-O-T-T-L-O-V-E, where my wife and I post vlogs every other day. Currently, while shooting this, we're on a six-month U.S. road trip. All right. Thanks for listening, guys, and stay tuned for next episode.